On this week's episode, a hot one, we have a Call of Duty Warzone influencer on Twitch, a sleeper for the best sneaker game in the NBA, in my opinion, third year forward for the Utah Jazz, all-around baller, Eric Pascal. This episode of One Star Recruits is brought to you by UCAN, U-C-A-N. Caffeine and sugar highs don't last a full workout. When you're training, you need something that won't spike your blood sugar and cause a crash. Go to UCAN.co forward slash one star and get 20% off plus free shipping on all orders. It's a great deal. Let's go. This is Eric Pascal on the One Star Recruits podcast. Yo, aloha. Welcome back to the One Star Recruits podcast. I'm DK, your podcast Sherpa, and I'm joined as always by my best friend of 25 years, Rip. We're a couple of one stars who, like you, are on this journey of life, learning, loving, getting better every day with the help of some five-star athletes and entertainers and uh, amazing people from around the world, from around the globe. Welcome back. It's another jam-packed episode. I mean, first things first, to jump off the gate, a big one star welcome to Utah Jazz fans who, who may be joining us for the first time. Want to shout out our Utah fam rip, uh, Uncle Buck and Seymour up in Utah. I'm still ready, Seymour, for that uh, name, image, and likeness on the back of your hockey team. Just hit us up, DM when you're ready, you know. I want to give some love to our new Utah listeners, Rip. How you feel about that? Oh, it's a beautiful state, beautiful scenery. They're playing some beautiful basketball up there in Salt Lake right now. So we're happy to have Eric Pascal on to talk about the the squad, some of his relationships back there, and where he's getting some opportunity these days. More than just basketball going on in Utah. Utah, the Utah Utes are coming to your neck of the woods. They're headed to the Rose Bowl to play the Ohio State in Pasadena. Are you going to wrap up the kids? Will you be in attendance at the Rose Bowl, Rip? I will not be in attendance. You know, Pasadena is like a two-hour drive for me, man. But that's big for Utes fans. If I if I was a Ute fan living in Utah, I would make the trip to get out of the snow and come down for that to sunny Southern California. It's a hell of a story and, and a lot of love to that team. And Kyle Wittenham, who I think could be coach of the year, if I'm not mistaken. But early on, Rip, there was a bit of a tragedy. There, there were some deaths in this program that were pretty close. And they kind of had to really dig deep as a team. And they're playing unbelievable football. Anybody watching that, keep your eyes on. Uh, he's a linebacker, Rip. He's so good. I'm trying to remember his name. Devin Lloyd, I believe. We have to look that up. We'll get Winston on it. Probably going to play on Sundays, but a couple players to watch for. So football is popping in Utah. The Jazz obviously got things going. We have, um, do you know the, the Utah Jazz owner, Rip? Do you know anything about Ryan Smith? I don't know anything about him. Is, you know, I didn't know a lot either. I saw an article on ESPN where he's 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 a billionaire and he, the, the title was billionaire caddying for Tony Finau. And it happened to be him, the owner of the Utah Jazz, who brought in Dwayne Wade. And he's caddying for 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 obviously his friend, PGA pro Tony Finau. But I think a lot of things are going in the right direction. And I like the start from up top with ownership thing. We saw it working in Golden State and this guy, Ryan Smith. Rip, he's worth a Google. Um, he's a billionaire. We both like D Wade. I think we talked about liking that move. He, he skateboards through his offices in, uh, in in Salt Lake City. So he's trying to do his best to rebrand that whole Beehive State. You know, it's kind of got a bit of a negative rap. So um, I highly recommend people take a look at him. It's not a Joe Lakeup kind of warrior story exactly. Um, I think it might be a cooler story when it's all said and done. But it, I'm it's kind of. It's kind of that transition from they were owned by the Leighton family for a long time. And then now it's got that younger generation that this guy bought him and, you know, he, he's doing big things. He's making, doing some different things. He, they got a good uh, sponsor for the arena and he's uh, the Jazz are one of the top five teams in the league for sure. 
Yeah, the event. I know that's I mentioned Uncle Buck and Seymour. They're hitting me up every week trying to get out there, um, you know, weather allowing and, and the COVID situation. But it seems like people are fired up. And the thing that I get excited about when I hear Smith talk, he talks about like business and technology and sports and culture. So he has he has a vision for that Salt Lake City area a little bit more. Uh, keep your eyes on it. You know, it's a uh, you want to be streaking. And Donovan Mitchell, the Utah Jazz are streaking a bit. Let's talk. We won't hang too long on it, but our Phoenix Suns, it was 18 games, Rip. It was a, it was a franchise record, bro, which is impressive. 18 games is a lot of games in the NBA. Damn, as I even say it right now. It ended, Steph stuffed on them, you know, at Chase Center. And, um, and, and, and the streak is over, but I feel real positive. Um, how are you feeling, A, about just the streak in 18 games? Is that impressive to you? Uh, and, and just your kind of thoughts right now where the Phoenix Suns are in the Pacific. Yeah, it's super impressive. Like you said, longest in franchise history, but I'm actually glad it ended. And you kind of mentioned this before is that you, you don't want, you know, I mean, to challenge for that 33 game streak would be amazing, but you know, you don't want to peak too early. You want to just, uh, plus bookers hurt. So their best players out, but you, you want to just keep it going at a steady pace and still keep that number one seed, which it's going to be a battle with the Warriors the whole way. They're going to go back and forth. I think they play each other one or two more times the rest of the season. But yeah, man, 18 in a row is good while it lasted, but I'm glad it's over. Yeah, the mini streaks in the NBA, I think I like those those five, six, oh kind of runs, I think are good. I've been most pleasantly surprised, and thanks, Gary, for continuously giving him shit enough to the point where I'm watching him move without the ball. But DeAndre Ayton, and he's starting to get the love that he deserves with being able to do all these switches, rip, and finish around the rim and be a he 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 kind of has become the center. And, uh, you know, Joel Embiid kind of is that guy a little bit, but even defensively, the way that DeAndre is able to move his feet and he, he loves basketball. Wiggins on the Warriors loves basketball again, but I think DeAndre is really loving it, man. X factor. Am I wrong? No, he takes these. I mean, he's still only, what, 24 years old. He still he takes these incremental baby steps every year. By the time he's really hitting his prime years, like uh, I'm really excited to see what he could be because you know, who's you think of the other top center in the West? It's probably Rudy Gobert for sure, right? Defensive player of the year, gets a ton of rebounds. And for those two to match up in the playoffs this year, I would love to see it because they're both, you know, Aiton's climbing a little bit. Gobert's at the top of his game. So I want to see that Jazz Sun series happen. You know, that little defensive love. Let's keep spreading it over. Yeah, like I said, Jazz coming off a 3-0 week last week. Donovan Mitchell, player of the week last week in the Western Conference. Mike Conley has found his rhythm playing great defense. I keep saying defense. It's kind of cool to say that because it comes out and wins. We got a couple NBA guys, not only Eric this week, next week, another NBA guy. Defense is kind of the name of the game. And a big piece of this Utah Jazz team, we learned some cool things. Best friends with Donovan Mitchell. In my opinion, one of the best dunkers, I think, in the league, especially off two feet. Enjoy this interview with Eric Pascal. Now joining the One Star Recruits podcast, we have a native of Westchester County, New York, a world-famous Call of Duty Warzone influencer on Twitch, and a third-year yes, forward for the Utah Jazz, Eric Pascal. Thanks for coming on One Star Recruits, Eric. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it. Hey, I mentioned the Twitch thing, kind of joking around, but we grew up in Phoenix, where your, where your guy, Mikel Bridges, is at now, and you guys have had some epic battles on Warzone, and it, it's cool to kind of see that bond from Villanova carry over to the league with you guys. Is, is that kind of a brotherly type of relationship where it's, it's definitely competitive? I see that on, on Twitter and Twitch, 
but you guys still always have each other's backs, of course. Yeah, of course. I mean, I always have each other's backs, but we definitely uh, played each other in a few wars on tournaments, and he 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 won over me, and I was a little upset. But it was all good. I mean, of course, it's all love. But yeah, we we've been playing Call of Duty for I don't know how ever since college. We used to play zombies in our room and just play play with each other. So uh, it was fun. It was a lot of fun playing Call of Duty. And your guy just got that bag down. That bag down in Phoenix, man. So maybe he can pay for dinner next time. Uh, next time you're on the road when you're when you're in Phoenix, there. Oh yeah, for sure. The dinner's on here. I already did. That's already done. Yeah. The dinner's on. He got a bag. Hey. Staying with friendships real fast. I know you and Spider Mitchell have known each other since high school uh, or even earlier, I believe. Both are from the same area of New York, uh, now wearing the same uniform in the league, also on Twitch. It's a real good relationship from the outside, my man. It's kind of like wholesome relationship. I get inspiration from my best friend here, Rip. It's not always cool to get traded, but how nice of it for you was to land on a spot where you know you have an ally there with you? Oh, uh, it was great, actually. I mean, Don is my best friend since, damn, like six <laughs> Six, so we literally grew up like 500 feet away from each other. No way. And we played on the same, yeah, same AU team since we were eight. <laughs> and played against each other in high school, played against each other in the NBA, and now wow. playing with each other. So, yeah, we have a hell of a story. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a book that needs to be written, man. At least we need to go get those houses, maybe put some, some a sign in front of those houses so people can take pictures in front of them, man. That's wild. Let's talk about your situation in Utah for a minute and give some advice to the listeners out there who uh, might be in a similar situation. You're on one of the best teams in the league. You aren't getting uh, the minutes that you really deserve and you're used to. Can you give some advice to somebody who um, is not kind of getting the minutes that they want or a mental trick that you may use on a daily basis when you do get in that game to execute at a high level? Honestly, just stay ready. I mean, again, I feel like going through college when I was at Villanova, you stay ready. You know, like uh, my roles changed all four years I was at Villanova, or all five years of college. So it was a lot different. You, know, you just wait your turn. You know, when you everything you can control is your attitude and uh, your energy on the court. You can control that. You can't control if the shots go in or if, it's, if anything else happens, but you can control your energy and your attitude. So uh, you just keep a good attitude every day and uh, you try to stay positive, talk to your family, talk to whoever just to get that. Obviously, get your frustrations out, but know that you have the right mental capacity going to uh, going into every game. I love that, man. How about in the mornings on game day? Is there anything in particular just to get your head right when you get out of bed that you do? Uh, no, I always listen to music. I mean, I feel like music gets me through a lot. Um, but also just uh, exactly, you go through your routine. Uh, you still work every day. You still try to get your get your work in and uh, be prepared regardless of what's going on in your situation. Hell yeah, man. I love it. Um, dude, you're one of the better dunkers. You're actually, I, a lot of your dunks are off two feet. It reminds me of Dominique Wilkins quite a bit. And you've had some epics. You had Giannis. You had a great jam on Giannis. Going back to some of your Warriors days, though, James Harden got one. Boban got one. JaVale McGee. I think Michael Porter Jr. got one. Uh, you have a memory of a dunk in the league that uh, just felt really badass for you. I know you got around Bridges and Phoenix in 2018 for a good one. Any of those dunks stand out to you? I would say... The one on Harden, obviously, that that's something pretty big. Um, it was good, bro. It was good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dang, I got to think of my thumbs. You can think about it, man. You gave it to Boban. I really like the one on, on JaVale McGee. It's fun. Yeah, it's got to be fun getting really up on. Good. It's got to be fun getting on those big seven, seven-footers. But uh, the two-foot oh, Duncan, man. One, I know my favorite one. My favorite one was against Denver at Chase Center. Baseline. Like Jordan Poole drove. I caught it baseline. I kind of I dunked on like Mason Plumley, but like 
it was weird. Like I contorted my body on the other side and dunked it. You, it I remember like, it vividly. Yeah, so I'll probably say that that one probably wouldn't stick up. Yeah, it was the back to the Dominique. It was kind of like a, a hang in the air thing, man. No, you're a great dunker. I look for you every time you're in the game. I'm like, let that man get loose. He's going to yam on somebody. So so keep jamming, man. We're all watching. We'll do, we'll do, of course. Let's talk about the difference between stars and role players. We know everybody in the league is really good. You don't get to the NBA without being a star at some level. But I'm always kind of curious to hear from a player who is living it. How big is the how big the difference is between a star in the league and a bench player? You know, there's levels to it, but a lot of times I ju- it just seems like an opportunity. We know there are some cats who are just built different. How much of it is situational and how much of it is opportunity? I think it's a little bit of both. I'll say more s- opportunity than situational. But again, you you have to work. But at times, like there's people like my rookie year, we, it, it was just like an opportunity. Like there was an opportunity for somebody to step up and be the the guy to score and all that and then there's times where you're not that role so i feel like uh, i I think it's more opportunity i mean like think about certain rookies that get that get like just the keys as soon as they enter the room as soon as they enter the like josh giddy the mellow ball and edwards they got the keys like they it's their team you know what i'm saying so that's more of like situation but then like there's someone like donovan where the opportunity presented himself to be that person to like it was just because somebody got hurt and then Donovan had to step in and he played so well. And next thing you know, now he's a star. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Situation, that situation helped Donovan. But again, like some kids just get the opportunity off the of rip. That's so, what it is. I feel, yeah. I feel like everyone in the league is capable of averaging 20 in the right situation. Am I wrong? I agree. I agree. You get the shots, you get the, you know what I'm saying? You put your work in, you work on your shots then. Yeah. Of course. I love that. Yeah, that's a great answer, man. I think of Tom Brady, Drew Bledsoe uh, as well. And it's uh, spot on. Thank you, brother. We're going to close this one out. We end every interview with a segment we call One Star to Five Stars. We're one stars. We're trying to get better with advice and tips from every guest we have on this podcast. And so I want to ask you a few questions that kind of run the gamut on a one to five star scale. One being the lowest, five being the highest. Are you ready? Yep. All right. You went to a big time school in Villanova, but we know things are a lot different when you get to the NBA in terms of food, travel, how people treat you, all that stuff. But and it isn't always good because there's bound to be some stories to tell. So I want to bring it back to three years ago when you were drafted by the Warriors as a rookie. What was your one star welcome to the NBA moment? Maybe something that happened on or off the court that was so memorable that you want to forget about it. What was Eric Pascal's one star welcome to the NBA moment? My first preseason game. <laughs> um, against LeBron James. Oh. And I, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, I'm a, oh, I'm a pretty strong dude. This dude, a fast break, calms down, just bullies me, like puts me under the rim. So I'm like, oh my gosh. And then the whole bet, Lakers bench is like, he's too little, he's too little. <laughs> so next time LeBron tried to come down, I fouled him. <laughs> I fouled him. I was like, you know, I ain't let him do that again. So that was my one star moment. I was like, yeah, this dude is pretty strong. That's a rude awakening, man. I'm, I'm glad you bounced back from that one. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, all right, your old stomping grounds, Dobbs Ferry, New York, and, and really all of Westchester County as a whole it has home to some really cool little towns and really some good restaurants. So I want to know when Eric Pascal is back home in the 914, what is the five-star restaurant you always have to stop in at? I know you're a big seafood guy. Mm. Oh, no. You know what? I, I haven't had it in years, but uh, Candlelight and their wings – very good. They're very good wings over there. Um, what else? Where else do I go? 
I haven't been back in like two years. So uh oh, time for a trip. <laughs> I know, right? I gotta go back. Oh, how about Salt Lake? You've been going on there. Uh, you've been there for about four months now. What's a place you found over by the arena or even by the crib that, that you're liking so far? Uh, there's a spot. I mean, I feel like everybody pretty much knows about Walters. It's like an Italian spot. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. It has pretty good Italian food. And uh, we used to go there with the Warriors, so it's a pretty good food. What's the order there? What do you What do you like to get? Uh, chicken farm. Keep it simple. Oh, the best. Good choice. All right, last one here. Uh, I want to talk jersey swaps. They've been going on for years in the NBA and the NFL, really. I know you had a good one with Donovan when you were back on the Warriors and you played against him, but I want to know if you could swap jerseys with any athlete of any era. Let's do one male and one female. Who would they be? Oh, uh, damn, that's a great question. <laughs> any era, I'll probably say T-Mac for male if I could do a jersey swap. Which, which one? Fan which fan one? That Orlando, 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 Orlando black, black or white? Black or white? Oh. <laughs> hey, I might go black. Or, might go or blue? Or blue? Yeah, I'll, I'll, black, probably black. Black I'll probably go to black with the pinch Yeah. Oh, that's a rough. One. It it could be anyone. Tennis, gymnastics, basketball. I'll probably tennis. I'll probably go Serena. For Good sure, one. she's she's common, man. We get her. We get a lot of Diana Taurasi in the in that J swap. She as as the go. That's a great one, though, man. Don't stay tuned, man. Sometimes we clip these things, and you'll be surprised in the mail if T Mac doesn't end up shooting you that J in a nice frame for your pool room, man. Oh, that would be great. The T Mac is in that. Dude, I was a, yo, I was such a big fan of T Mac in like the two thousands. Like that was like my favorite player. So smooth, man. So smooth. You take anything from T Mac's game? Mid range jumpers. <laughs> all day, all day. I was gonna say, love, bro, that's your shot. I, I love mid range jumpers, and I definitely took that from T Mac for sure. Just because, and I remember he shouted me out my my birthday. I was so hyped about it because my dad's a big fan of T Mac as well. And it was the, when we played the Blazers, and he was like, "Yeah, I like the kid pass for dinner." It's like, and he shoots mid range jumpers. I was like, "Ooh, that's big praise." <laughs> We love it, man. We actually we did a, a mid range challenge uh, last month with with a Chris Paul challenge because we actually love the mid range too. We're big fans, so uh, we'll be reposting your mid range jumpers in the future. Uh, probably the only ones who love that shit. But uh, keep shooting, man. You're a superstar. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. Any uh, tell the listeners we'll let you go here. Where can we find you? And uh, anything, any foundations, any other areas of interest in your life that we can share with others to go check out. I have my sneaker page on Instagram, EP Feats. I'm a big Kobe, Kobe fanatic. My Twitch, E Pascal for mm-hmm. uh, Instagram is E Pascal, Twitter is E Pascal. So that's all I do. There it is. I try to work with I try to work with my company, Soul Savvy. It's a sneaker company I work with to try to get back. So hopefully we find something to do during during uh, the holidays or something later on. It's perfect, man. We're gonna check it out. I'm actually, I got, we got good friends at another sneaker podcast. I might connect you with so you can keep that going. I know this is a great follow, listeners on social for uh, both the video game side, the life side, and the sneaker side. Also, I'm not joking. Go to YouTube, Google this man, and and watch his dunks. An incredible two footed dunker, an incredibly athletic human being. Thank you, man. We appreciate you. Have a great season. Kick the shit out of Boston. <laughs> All right, we'll do. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, EP. Take care. Special thanks, DK, to Eric Paschal, member of the Utah Jazz. Everyone check him out. EP Feats on Instagram. Big shoe guy. He kind of hyped that a little bit. Uh, what shoes are you rocking today, DK? Yeah, hit him on Twitter, too. I'm in Hawaii, man. I'm The classic question when I ever ask that is, I'm going to give you what I get. I have no shoes on. 
<laughs> you bare, barefoot. It never works, though. Like, podcast tip for all your podcasters out there. Don't ask that question. It never works. No one's wearing shoes during a podcast anyway. It's a bad question. But, hey, I, I have a game for you because you mentioned earlier that the Jazz play their games in the Vivint Arena that's named after the solar company out in Utah. Uh-huh. We got the Footprint Center in Phoenix. Uh, I have a game for you. I'm going to name the name of an arena because all these things are changing all the time. We got the crypto coming to L.A. now. So the, I'm going to name an arena. And I'm going to give you three cities and you tell me which city that arena is in. Does that okay. Work? Yeah. Yeah. With a little, a little rip see. game, a little rip game. You could catch me off guard. I, in my notes, I was ready to talk about how we are Mitchell and, and, and Eric, because we came from the same city and now we're doing our podcast, but this is way better, bro. So I'm ready. No, go that's ahead. A good, I like that. I like that analogy. Uh, all right. <laughs> let's, let's go here. For, we're going to start off with the spectrum center. Let's go Atlanta. Charlotte or Philadelphia? The Spectrum Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Oh, I'm Wrong. sorry, that's Wells Fargo. That's, damn, I knew it right when it came out of my mouth. I'll take the loss. Uh, so, so is it Charlotte or Atlanta? Atlanta. I have no idea. I really oh, no right, idea. I, got, I, I thought I was going to try to trick you with that Philly, but yeah, it's actually Charlotte. So yeah, the Spectrum Center is in Charlotte. Oh. Yeah, I should have known. Man, I should have known that Spectrum yeah. is everywhere. Spectrum is here in Hawaii. I am a Spectrum client. It's crazy. Same here. We're both Spectrum clients. All right, be, I'm going to give you two more chance to resume yourself and go two for three here. All right, let's go Paycom Center. Is it Sacramento, Orlando, or Oklahoma City? Paycom Center. Paycom Center. Used to be Amway. I think it's Orlando now. No, it's Oklahoma City. These Damn. NBA arenas, they get you, man. They, wow. get, they change all the time. I know, listeners, y'all fucked both of those up, too, so don't act like you know. Orlando is still actually... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the third. Go ahead. I'm going to get the third. It's Orlando ridiculous. is still actually Amway. What's the podcast? All right. Uh, last one. Gainbridge Fieldhouse. Is it San Antonio, Washington, or Indianapolis? Gainbridge Fieldhouse. There's only one Fieldhouse ever that there's ever been that's why unless you're gonna try to loop me it's doing a loop we do i'm gonna go with the my the the indianapolis that's right you got it that, that, that's good knowledge up. about the field house one field house you're right it mm-hmm. used to be conseco i know that yeah and before that what's the real name when reggie played there wasn't it conseco field house I, we'll I think we'll get winston on that i think it was called something else when the knicks used to go there i can't think of the name all of our basketball heads are gonna are rolling right now yes yeah, wild man i saw the um the staples which since you moved out there and shit 1997 to LA, I saw the staples actually come down. They took the letters down and put the crypto up. It looks kind of crazy. Yeah. I was surprised it happened that fast. You think those things are going to like to, you know, take effect January 1st or like next season, but no, they just like moved it overnight, man. No more staples. Move it over. I mean, shit rip. When is the last time you've been to a staples staples is not even a, I don't even think it exists anymore. When was the last time you went into a staples? Uh, there's one like a mile from my house and I think I was there like five years ago. Yeah. I don't even understand. I don't think anybody, and I don't think they have a strong online presence. They just held it down. What a great move by them though, to to be probably because of that decision, they've been relevant. Maybe Staples as a company has been relevant, uh, because of that single decision. So I'd like to see the math on that. I want, they, they probably won in the long run, but times are changing, bro. It's kind of crazy. You want to hear my take on how we might how we kind of are living our own best lives, similar to uh, Eric Pascal. What is it? I know you're living a good life. What is it? Not even that, just that we both were from, we didn't grow up on the same street. That's different. That'd be like if me and Joey DeRose on Tulane and Tempe both were playing for the Mets or something, but (laughs) same city. And now we're doing this podcast that we love doing here. So uh, we can, we can align, bro. If we ever, if we ever find ourselves at, at a dinner, 
we'll have a common denominator in the relationship with Donovan Mitchell and Eric Pascal. You know what I mean? I love it, man. It's a great comparison. It works, except for they're making about a million times more than we are. But I like it. Good, good stuff. Money aside, bro. It's all about it's all about passion. All about passion and love. I thought that was so wild that that the universe did that and 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 they're playing together now. So, um, go out, check out, go out to the arena. What's it called, Rip Vivent Arena? Vivent Solar, Vivent Arena. Yeah, Vivent V I V I N T Vivent Arena, Salt Lake City, Utah. Vivint Arena, Salt Lake City. It's it, nice. I love it. How about um, we did the investing really fast, Rip. I wanted to ask you this. Okay, so we both have exposed that, that real estate has been our best investment and in leading the pack in our decisions in the investment world as we we're kind of living life and doing our thing. As a one-star, Rip, you've made some four-star moves, in my opinion, with the development of your house and kind of that project as a whole. Uh, with like a twenty-second overview, and then. Maybe just share the top three things that you learned that maybe if you could do over again in your house project, you would do differently. Yeah, we had an addition put on our house three years ago when, when we had our second kid come and we, we actually needed another bedroom. We just didn't have enough room. So we, we added a bathroom and a bedroom. That's the first major product we did. And then we actually uh, remodeled our kitchen over the last year, which was a huge thing. We, we went from having a, an original kitchen built 1949 to upgrading it to all modern stuff. So a few things I've kind of learned during that that I would uh, I would do over or do differently. Yeah, do differently. Different. Maybe maybe rip if somebody's thinking about getting into it, you know, because you're just wrapping it up, and I saw pictures and it looked so sweet. So yeah, just maybe people thinking about getting into that that you can kind of help them. The first thing, the main thing, and this is kind of big picture and something my wife and I talk about all the time. Really has nothing to do with the specific job, but it's really just buy earlier we wish we would have bought earlier she wishes she would have bought before she met me i wish i would have bought like right when i met her you know so it's really just as we heard on podcasts before you you don't have to put 20 percent down you can put three percent down through an fha loan our, our buddy darren was on a few episodes ago he talked about it and he kind of parlayed it into now he has three properties it's like just get that first one under your belt and especially if it has a rental unit attached to it you can make some income off that and it's really so that's really the main thing is I wish I would have bought earlier. Uh, yeah. I, and too, that's when you got to sacrifice. Because I remember I looked at some places when at those moments in life, I look back and I only had two and both were misses real estate wise. But I was would have been stretching myself to the point where I wouldn't have been able to do things that I was doing in my life that mattered at that time. You know, in my 20s, it was important to go on a vacation. So that take away that vacation to do the mortgage hurt more. And um, yeah. Hello, dum dum. Uh, yeah, that's exactly but, what it is. But if you get more specific into the project, the second thing is, I wish I would have been a little harder on the the workers, like the 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 contractor. Contractors, because like you know, yeah. I'm I'm not one of those guys that's gonna like stand over your shoulder and look. You know, I'm paying you. I think you're gonna do a good job. I do my research before, but there's a couple things now. Like even with our kitchen, which had just finished like less than six months ago. We already see, you know, some of the stuff kind of cracking in the cabinets and mm. the, the little things here and there. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. you know, the little gaps where they should shouldn't have been, and you know, that sort of thing. So I wish I would have just been on them more every day because it's it's really for a, a small amount of time in, in your life or in, in the life of your house to get on them and stay on them. It makes a difference in the long run. And like due diligence too. Yeah. Some things you don't know. You maybe you need a rainstorm or something to realize, shit, that's not right. But um you're right man i do the complete opposite too you're probably cool 
I do the bro out. I do the worst thing. I'm like the Allstate commercial <laughs> with, the, with the dads, you know? No, I'm like that too. Yeah. Sandwiches and like, and, and you, that's a lesson that I have to learn too, because it's not that people take advantage of that. It's just, I rationalize it that if I you get more with sugar than you do with spice. And I don't know if that, I don't know if that works in that world as well, because it led to what, what I, what I saw some more delays and possibly caring about me a little bit more. I think in the end, end run, I did form some really good relationships with a couple of folks who, who worked on my house, but you're right, man. I, I have to be cognizant of that too. Like I see that damn Allstate commercial and it's a good reminder for me, uh, but I don't have to be best friends with them working on my house, man. I have to, I, I'm hiring them to do a job, but I need to check that thing before they leave, you know? It's like that coach and player relationship. Like you can't become friends with your players because when it's time to, you know, tell them what you need to tell them, it's going to be hard sometimes. Hard as hell though, man. We're all working on something. What's your third one? Bring us home, Mr. Mister Real Estate Investor. The third one is just to do everything you want at once rather than try to break it up. Because uh, especially like with us, my wife always talks about now, like we should have widened that door right now, you know, while they were here. Because now you can't see the TV from the living room. But if we would have mm-hmm. widened that door, then we could have had it done. Now, if we want to do it, we have to have someone come in a separate time and, you know, knock the whole wall down and live through that again. But so yeah, that's the third one is just if, if there's something, if you're in the middle of a project and there's something you're thinking about doing, think really hard about doing it now because it's going to be harder to do it down the road dig deep yeah dig deep there there it is bro rip the the investors so we've heard that from a lot of our guests i'm going to keep asking that question because it's it's different every time and uh the common i would say nine out of ten 90 shooting is is the house investment here so thanks for sharing that man it's um what we're trying to bring a little bit of um real life a real little bit of a little bit of hoops a little bit of wrecks of the week one of my favorite segments and uh it's been a slower week for me. It has been, I don't know if y'all been, been keeping up with the news, Rip, but we've had this storm over the Hawaiian Islands for the last four days. That's Usually the storms on the islands will come through and they'll touch and go. It's very rare that something hovers, and we've had a hover um, over us for four days now. So lots of flooding, lots of uh, alarms, lots of stay in your house right now because it's been a minute, especially for the west side of Maui, to get this kind of rain. So we're getting the landslides and all that. Um, so my, my, my rec's going to be inside based. I'll let you lead off, man. What do you got? Kenny Lofton us. Mine is dad based again. I've been giving dad recs here and there. I'm trying to do it more. Uh, I know we got a lot of listeners who are parents of young kids out there. These things are called Sposies, S-P-O-S-I-E. They're, it's called Sposy Diaper Booster Pads. If you have an issue, and DK, you know nothing about this, but if you buy diapers for your kid, they're absorbent, but they're not super absorbent. So for like overnight diapers, uh, sometimes you'll get leakage and, you know, the kid sleeps for 10, 11, 12 hours. The diaper will be wet in the morning. We're having a problem with that. So we got these Sposy inserts where you basically, you basically stick it to the inside of the diaper and it creates like almost like a second diaper uh, inside of it. So it's, and it worked, man. It's been working well. We've been using those for over a year now. Uh, with our kids and they sleep through the night and you know that sometimes their diapers full in the morning there there's other things you can do as far as like taking away liquids at night and all that but these things if your kids like to drink water uh, before bed and all that sort of thing if you get these sposies booster pads Man. they really work it's like waking up in the morning and finding like they're doing the grossest easter egg hunt ever oh, it's it's the difference between having to do a load of laundry every day and uh just you know waking up to a, a calm household and, and your kids sleeping through the night it's, it's invaluable man What's the ETA of final potty training? What ending are you in? 
Are we, are we, are we getting, are we almost done? Are we almost done with diapers and potty training? That's going well. I actually had some, so I wanted to get some unsolicited parent advice from you because we had a setback last week, but we could save it for next week. But yeah, it's, uh, I'm hopefully uh, in the eighth inning. I just need to bring in, in Mariano Rivera to, to close it out. And, and everybody needs, I'm no, I noticed that, bro. Everybody always needs to bring in a Mariano Rivera in the, in the potty training game. It's like, uh, I want to ask my mom, I'm going to ask my mom if there's a, uh, if I had a closer moment too, I think it's very common, bro. What do you got for Rex of the week? Uh, my Rex, I'm gonna keep it simple. I, I I mentioned that it's been wet and rainy. It's given me the um the ability to look back and appreciate how much I do like being outside and in nature. And my sweet mother is here, and she's visiting me for the week, and they're finding these like nuggets of time and sunlight to go out and explore nature and just kind of breathe, touch, feel. So I just want to remind everybody listening to. Everybody in big cities or just in your neighborhood, uh, it's cold outside. It's not looking nice out, but I encourage you to throw on your jacket, throw on your boots, um, pop outside and go hang out in nature for a little bit, 20, 30 minutes. It's been a game changer for me mentally, and it's nice for it every once in a while to be taken away, in this case, by rain. And then to have my mother, who's a strong nature believer, she tries to get in it. She lives out um, deep in the desert, and she tries to get in as often as possible for a variety of reasons to um, find her mental balance. And uh, I wanted to share that with our listeners. So get out, spend some time in nature, um, even if you got to go sing in the rain. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's all right to get a little wet. We actually walked to school in the rain this morning. And, you know, so the, my neighbor was like, should we drive today or not? I mean, it, it wasn't raining hard, but, you know, we got the umbrella out, man. It's kind of nice to splash around a little bit. You got to get out there. You got to play around. You got to stay young, Rip, and we got to keep all the positive energy going on this podcast uh, with our kind of sharing. I'm going to, I want to, in the next season, Rip, we're going to drop season three in January. And uh, I know we set some goals for this year. We'll look back at those to wrap up kind of this season. We'll also take a look at um, looking into the new year, looking into season three. We got some new concepts coming into play. And I want to talk to the listeners a little bit about it because this is an interactive podcast where um, we're engaging. We, we're getting out our, our gift back packages to our feast mode challenge winners. And uh, we really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Please. The algorithm loves it. If you like us, um, if you enjoyed this interview with, with Eric, share it to, an, to another fan, whether it's Villanova, New York, Utah, Golden State, send it to your folks. Hey, world peace, people. One love. One star recruits. Take care. See you next week.